Are you ready to learn the business skills you need to accelerate your career? The Ohio State University Fisher College of Business is now offering its highly ranked working professional MBA entirely online. Whether you choose to attend on campus, online, or a mix of both, you're in control, balancing the demands on your busy schedule. Don't wait. Start your personalized MBA journey this fall. Visit go.osu.edu slash WPMBA to learn more and apply. The Ohio State University Max M. Fisher College of Business, where principled leaders are created. I'll tell you what, you know, rappers coming, but I'll tell you what, you know, rappers come back to you. Credit Union School. They even come with a Bible.
great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.
you, Jesus. We give you glory. We give you glory. We thank you, Lord. Thank 
Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
we're moving right on in to what the Lord has for us on this afternoon, amen, and we welcome everybody, we're glad that everybody is here, amen, I'm glad that you're here with us, I'll give you a couple more minutes so that you can go ahead and share this with somebody, go ahead and get somebody to get this, uh, get on this channel right now, I am a Psalms 139, 14 woman, hour and wave of glory, this is Lady Apostle, we're going to talk, let's go, keep it 100 on this glorious afternoon, so come on and let's prepare our minds, amen, our hearts, amen, on what the Lord has for us on today, amen, hallelujah, glory to God, amen, and glory, we're excited, amen, so I have, um, I have you in, and I need for you to uh, make sure that you're able to send a comment if you like as we go through what the Lord has for us on this glorious afternoon. Grab your pat, notepads and everything as we move forward in Jesus' name. Hallelujah and glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to the kings of kings and the lords of lords. Hallelujah. Thank you. Amen. Come on, let's prepare our minds and our hearts for this glorious afternoon. Hallelujah. Amen. We are excited. Amen. Hallelujah. We are excited, excited. Hallelujah. Last week we were talking about some glorious things about walking in obedience. Amen. And we are here on today. And again, I welcome you to I Am a Psalms 139, 14 Woman Hour. This is Lady Apostle Robin. Amen. A wave of glory. And we're going to go ahead and go into what the Lord will have for us to talk about on this afternoon. Because I know most of you have took have taken your lunch break to come on for just this hour hallelujah amen so that you can come on and listen to the word of god i just want to make sure that i ain't getting any type of feedback but i want to make sure that my voice is coming in on the set here as well amen hallelujah make sure that you can hear me hallelujah amen so i need for you to go ahead and grab your um your journals, your pens, your Bibles, as we move forth, amen, on this glorious day. Again, I am your host, Lady Apostle Robin, and I am so excited about what the Lord is about to speak on this afternoon. Last week, we were talking about, a couple weeks ago, when we, because you know, we're here every um, uh, first and third week of the month, so at the end of the day, we wanted to make sure that we stay faithful and staying on here. I am a Psalms 139.14 woman. Hallelujah hour. It is just to help, hallelujah, to help realign us back into our rightful places. Amen. Um, God wants us to realign ourselves. He wants us to reroute ourselves and regenerate ourselves. That brings us back to a place of restoration. Hallelujah to help repair the walls that have been ruined but i believe that most of us have got off track because we we are using the wrong 
listening more to Sierra instead of listening to God's pointing system. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. And because of that, hallelujah, we are almost missing what God has for us. Amen. So please go ahead and grab your Bibles as we're moving forth and what the Lord will have for us on this glorious afternoon. Amen. And glory to God. Hallelujah. I say glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory, 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 glory to God, glory to God. I say glory to God. Come on, come on, hallelujah. Come on, come on, hallelujah. Come on, come on, hallelujah. I say glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. 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 Hallelujah. Glory. Glory, 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 glory. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Come on. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. We say glory, 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 glory. We give God the glory, hallelujah, amen. We give God the glory, hallelujah, we give God the glory. Amen. Hallelujah, we thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, we thank you, Lord, we thank you, Lord, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you. 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 We thank you, Lord. We thank you. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right. I believe we're moving right along. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're moving right along. Amen. Hallelujah. We're moving right along. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Trying to get the volume correct. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Okay, I think that right there is okay. 
we can do it right here. Don't want to, hallelujah, I want you to be able to hear me. Thank you, Jesus. So let's go ahead and move into the word on this glorious afternoon. Amen. I am in Psalms 139, 14, one hour. This is your host, Lady Apostle Robin. And I just want to talk to you about us staying on the right path using God's pointing system, the GPS. Most of us know that's Sierra. But I believe as we continue to use God's pointing system, amen, we will begin to follow his point of contact, amen, what he wants from us. Make sure you get your copy and you're going to be blessed. Amen. 
Second thing I want to talk about is that when we're getting ready to study the Word of God, there's also something else that I want to make available for you. You can actually um, um, email us at soar.international.inc at gmail.com or go to our network and email us there, SOAR Empowerment Network at Gmail, and we will send you um, a form. This form is a biblical personal study guide form amen and like i said we just ask for a love offering or if you don't even have that that's fine we'll still submit it to you but like i said it is a biblical personal study guide which many times we tell the lord what's on our mind but he also wants us to tap into his mind hallelujah this is why this study guide and prayer should contain an in-depth look at the mind of god this personal biblical study guide is a statement to consider at the beginning of a study may require us asking lord tell me what's on your mind don't we want god to tell us what's on his mind because today god is going to direct us back to his gps his god's pointing system so as we're asking god to tell us his mind by writing down what the Spirit of the Lord give unto us on this biblical, personal God, study God. This is to get to the mind of God. We must first examine the scripture, the word of God. So when we're studying the word of God, let's not just try to memorize the word of God. But let's begin to use our hands, just like Paul. He used a pen and paper and began to write to the churches. And guess what? Deliverance began to take place. And we can do the same thing by taking our pen and our and our, and, our, and our pencils and writing in this personal biblical study guide form and this will help us to examine the scriptures from where we pinpoint the outcome of a negative scenario within the scripture. God had to become the exact opposite of what the negative situation is in order to reverse the outcome. Don't forget that. So the next step we need to do is to write his name according to how he showed up in those circumstances, just like he did in the word of God. We can write that on this biblical personal study guide. For example, when you read Mark 5, 25-34, it talked about the woman with the issue of blood. Not only was she delivered, but she was made whole, and she was healed completely. His name and the circumstance became what? The healer the chief physician and to examine it even closer we then go into what he did this study guide biblical form will talk about what it is and what he did what happened and why he did it so it gives us the ability to write the scriptures and then talk about what he did and then talk about what happened and why he did what he did and when did he do what he do and where did he do what he do and how did he do what he did and then he gives us different symbolisms and give us simple lessons and then give us an overall purpose an additional area to write notes so that we can put all these scriptures together and the spirit of god will give us such a revelation by doing this we will learn the lesson and the purpose for a comprehensive Bible study within ourselves, within our home, within, within. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. 
Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Our family. So this biblical personal study guide form will help us understand the scriptures, where they are, what he did, how he did it, when he did it, why he did it, where he did it, and how did he did do it. Amen? So make sure that you go ahead and email me and I'll get this out to you. Amen? So that you can have something that will be really helpful to you. Amen? And this gives you the ability to write in. See? When you can write in your scriptures and then talk about the different areas. And by the time you fill that out and then on the back talk about the symbolisms, your notes, Amen. The lessons, the overall purpose, you're going to have you not only a sermon, but you're going to have the mind of God. See, we need to get into the scriptures and begin to study, 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 dig, 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 eat, eat, eat. Amen. Glory to God. So that was the second thing that I wanted to talk about before we got into the word of God. Amen. And then the last thing that I would like for us to do is go into one um, devotional word, experiencing God day by day. Amen. So today is what? Today is August the 17th. So because today is August the 17th, let's listen to what the Lord is saying to us. Amen. On this glorious day. Hallelujah. It says, may God rule in our midst. See, it's right there on point. Because God can rule in our midst if we continue to follow his GPS, his, come on, pointing system. Glory to God. See, when we learn to follow God's um, pointing system, amen, guess what begins to happen? God begins to talk to us. God begins to move within us. God begins to show us great and mighty things. Amen. So therefore, that's why we have to continue to look and to use God's pointing system. But let's read. It says, may God rule in our midst. And when we read in Matthew 6 and 10, it says, your kingdom come, your will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Come on. In heaven, God's will is the only priority. A word from God brings angels to do his bidding immediately and without question. Jesus instructs us to pray that God would accomplish his will in our world in the same way. This means that God's purpose would be permanent in our homes, in our ministries, in our families, in our marriages, in our business, in our schools, in our government, in our churches, in our government, in our place to place, city to city, state to state, country to country, from the north to east to south and the west. Jesus taught his disciples to do what? To pray that God's purpose be carried out in the world around them and modeling how they should pray. Jesus was teaching his disciples how to share God's heart. Amen. He demonstrated this again at Gethsemane when he prayed, Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Matthew 26 and 39. It is as we ask God's kingdom on earth, not our own purpose, that we gain the same mind as our Heavenly Father. We become collaborators with God by praying faithfully in agreement with his desires, with his purpose, with his will. As we seek the Lord's will, he will guide us through prayer. He will invite us not only to pray, but also become involved in him intimately with his activities as he answers our prayers. 
if he places a burden upon us to pray for someone else's salvation, that burden is also an invitation to join his activity in that person's life. And thank God that he even considered you. Thank God that he even gave you the ability to tap in and to pray for somebody. Prayer will prepare you to be a servant through whom God can bring about his will on earth. Pray that the Lord absolute rule on earth will begin in your life. Then watch to see how God used you to extend his lordship to others. Amen. So that was a devotional experience God day by day by Arthur Henry Blackaby and Richard Blackaby. So if you don't have that, it's a very great devotional experience, God by God, day by day um, devotional um, that you can read to just inspire your spirit and inspire others. Amen. But let's talk today a little bit about what we've been talking about, and that's been walking in obedience of God. We said that we are commanded to what? Love. Amen. God did not command us to like. God did not command us to stop doing what we're doing. But God did command us to love. In spite of what people have done, in spite of what the situation may be, a command that God gave to all of us is that we must love. So at the end of the day, no matter if you like them or not, you must love them. Amen. That is a command. And as we follow God's GPS, God's pointing system, he will show us how to love more and more. Amen. See, there are so many great men and women, hallelujah, in the word of God that felt like in a moment that they have felt like that they were being what? Rerouted. Amen. They felt like they, they was not aligned with the things that God wanted them to do. So they felt um, out of position. They felt like that they was going the wrong way. They felt like instead of them using their um, God's pointing system, his GPS, they were using their own GPS. But at the same time, just because they felt that way, they did not lose focus. Amen. So we must understand that even though at that moment they felt like that they was being rerouted, but they did, but they knew that God was with them, amen, because God told them that he would never leave them nor forsake them. But at the same time, they rather, they rather um, felt also, um, um, felt like that they was misled in certain situations, amen, or out of the will of God, or they were out of their geographic location in God. When you look at the GPS, the GPS gives us what? Direction, amen. See, Ruth thought that she knew that if she laid ahead of her marrying into a good family but then her husband brother-in-law and father-in-law all died they all died quick quick and all she had left was her mother-in-law naomi who was not able to either find a way for to, to to even provide for her but at the end of the day she continued to use her gps her god's pointing system Following Naomi, this is a perfect story about the geographic location that Ruth followed in order for her not to only meet her Boaz. See, it wasn't just about her meeting her Boaz, but it was about her finding her purpose and staying on the right track and getting back in alignment and being rerouted and being rejuvenated and being realigned back in God. Amen. So can we um, all talk about the rerouting? realigning and regenerating process which bring us back to restoration 
so that we can what begin to what repair the ruined walls that have fallen out of the will of God. But let me help somebody on today. Someone, come on now, I'm telling you, someone, someone today is out of alignment. Someone today need to be realigned. See, when we are aligned with God, we want to, we will obey God. Like I said, God commanded us to what? Walk in obedience. God commanded us to what? Love. God commanded us to what? Evangelize. He commanded us to forgive. When we are praying for forgiveness, we will not only just forgive um, ourselves, but we will forgive others that have what? Done us wrong. God have commanded us not to allow our hearts to what? Be troubled. God have commanded us to do what? Rejoice always. See, all of these things God commanded us to do. But in order for us to be restored and to be repaired, to bring the rules walls back into the rightful place of God is to what? Obey him. Even when he asks us to do something hard or even out of our um, strength or our ability or out of our knowing, amen, we must continue to what? Still obey. See, at the end of the day, when we don't obey, we have to be rerouted. We have to be rerouted. It's like when you're going on a highway and they may have a detour. They may have to reroute you in order to get you back to following to your right destination because there is a detour meaning that there may be some construction or there may be something going on on the road or sometimes an accident god forbid they have to reroute you in order for you to get back on the right route in order for you to get and go to your geographic location and make sure now you may be a little off time and you may be out of time but at the end of the day you will get rerouted back to that route in order for you to find your geographic location. See, when we are being rerouted, it means to get back on track spiritually, to follow God's will using a correct frequency and course. See, according to the Bible in Jonah chapter 1 and 2, Jonah thought he had things all figured out. See, when God told him to go to Nineveh, when he resisted, God went as far as scooping him up in a big fish to get him turned in the right direction. Don't you know, sometimes we always say it is the devil. It is Satan doing this. It is Satan doing that. But don't you know, sometimes it's not Satan. It is God that is trying to reroute us back to our positioning in order for us to get right back on track so that we can follow his GPS, God's pointing system, so that we can be realigned to fulfill his purpose and his destiny because he has commanded us to do a work. So therefore, that fish swallowed up Jonah. Why? Because he was being um, rerouted in the wrong direction. He did not want to listen to what God wanted him to say. He felt like, oh my God, these people are so sinful. How could God forgive them? I don't even know why God is even sending me to them. I don't even want to be around them. Sometimes we could be so judgmental. We could begin to blame everybody for everything else. We look at this sin being that sin and that sin being this sin. But at the same time, it's all sin. But we may look at somebody because maybe they're gay or maybe they're walking in the spirit 
spirit of perversion, but we don't say nothing to that adulterer who's sleeping around with other women or sleeping around with other men when they know that they are married, or we're not looking at that fornicator that's fornicating outside of marriage. We're not looking at that liar that's continuing to lie, and we're definitely not looking at that person that got a proud look. Don't you know that is more than sin? That is an abomination unto God that speaks to his nostrils. Amen. But we don't look at those. We look at those as small sins, like, oh, that's not really nothing. Sin is sin. But we begin to be so judgmental. At the end of the day, Jesus is the only judge. All we have to do is continue to love people and give them the truth. Give them the word. Okay, let them know God created man and woman. Not man and man and not woman and woman. But God created man and woman to come together as one. To multiply, to bring a seed into the earth in order for it to fertilize and begin to produce and make things happen. And at the end of the day, he created us beautifully, fearfully, and wonderfully made. Not for us to go out and change how we look, change our figure just to please somebody listen we have to learn how to take care of ourselves more meaning eating healthy drinking more water drinking more healthy fluids and eating healthier we don't have to go out and go get extra boobs and extra behinds and extra noses and extra cheeks just to please somebody so somebody can look no be grateful and thankful for who we are it's not saying that i'm being judgmental because i'm not a judgmental person but we need to be happy on how god created us because we are come on now we are taking ourselves out of how god created us he created us fearfully and wonderfully and at the end of the day, I know most of us, hallelujah, have low self-esteem. And I know we want to get back and look young and look the way that we used to look. But thank God that we haven't aged like most people. Thank God that we even still breathe and that we even have life. We even still got a breast. We even still got a, a behind. Because some people have breast cancers where they don't have no breasts. Or some people maybe just never had a behind or maybe had hips or maybe had a nose or a cheek or eyebrow, or whatever the case may be that we feel like we got to re-enhance ourselves, recreate ourselves. No, we should be happy on who we are. I know it's not easy, but I know this from living from a young girl being the complexion of my skin, where I didn't understand that black was beautiful because of the names that I was called as a child. But as I got older and I began to know who I am and who God created me to be, and that black is beautiful, and oh my God, I began to not only look in the mirror in vain, I began to look in the mirror and say, wow, God has fearfully and wonderfully created me. He loves me so much that he can give me a darker skin, that he can give me curlier hair, that he can give me a nice figure. I thank God for making me be who I want to be and who he created me to be. So I'm not going to worry about what nobody else say. I'm not going to let perception put me in their box. I don't care how they look at me. Long of God look at me and say fearfully and wonderfully made. Long of God look at me and say good and faithful servant. Long of God look at me and say that I am the apple of his eye, that I'm beautiful in his sight, that I'm beautiful in his eyes, inside and outside. I don't care how anybody else look at me. I dress for the kings of kings. I look good for the kings of kids, kings because one day he may show up. One day, he may just come out of nowhere. Amen. And I want to be right. I want to make sure that I'm presenting myself before the kings of kings because I'm representing him. Don't you know we are an ambassadors to Christ? We are representing Christ. Anytime you're representing something or somebody, you want to make sure that you're on your best behavior. You want to make sure that you get on your best clothes and you're looking appropriate and you're looking to the point and your character and integrity is in, 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 in place. 
Where did this come from? We're following God's pointing system. What is the pointing system? The pointing system that we're rerouting ourselves. We're rerouting ourselves of who God created us to be. We're rerouting ourselves to do what God has called us to do. We don't want to be like Jonah and not do what God called us to do because he had a such judgmental um, spirit. He forgot what God brought him from. He forgot what God did for him. Don't you know we got to quit being so hard on people? Yes, we give them the truth. Yes, we show them love. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. We steer them back to the word of God. And we allow the word of God to do the work. We don't get caught up in that sin. We don't follow that sin. We don't say agree to that sin. We just give them the truth. And we keep it moving. And we trust and we believe and know that God is going to take care of them. But because of Jonah, guess what? His disobedience. See, when we walk in disobedience of God, there are consequences. Amen? Just like in the Word of God, it tells us in Deuteronomy 28, 15 through 68. When you get an opportunity, you need to read that. Because when you're walking in disobedience, these are the consequences. In Deuteronomy chapter 28, verses 15 to 68. But also, Ecclesians 10 and 8. Brethren, this is the Word of God. It is better for us to live in an obedient life than disobeying God. He who digs a, who, 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 who digs a pit fall in it and whoever breaks through a wall will be bitten by a serpent sin is a reproach it is a disgrace demotion it is a hindrance and always stands against anyone who lives a sinful life devil has no power over our life we are in control of who god created us to be we give the devil power because we let the devil in so we must continue to depend on god's obedience no matter what our desires are, for whatever breakthrough, for whatever promotion, as long as we are in rebellious and disobedience unto God, He would not allow it to come to pass. When we're living in rebellious and disobedient, life forget about good things in our life. The more we're living in disobedience, the more we're empowering the devil. And we're giving him more um, uh, power to hinder us and to make us be out of the will of God. So that's why we have to continue to focus on the benefits of the obedience unto God. Because even when we look at the word, Joseph, come on now, Joseph, son of Jacob, he was deceived by his brothers. He was thrown in the well and unjustly imprisoned. But he ends up becoming a trusted advisor to the king during a drought and a famine. Come on now, that's God. When God can take you out of a pit, and make you be trusted as an advisor and, and be trusted among many just because your brothers had a negative plot for you? Why? See, sometimes your dreams and sometimes your vision may not fit everybody's dreams and vision. So they're going to always try to throw you in the, in the pit. But in their exodus, the Israelites thought that praying to an idol would get them out of the wilderness. But remember, Moses showed them that they would only survive by God's provision by manna and quill. So it wasn't about them worshiping other idols. It was about them being obedient to God. So let's talk about some things. Let's talk about realigning. When we realign ourselves, we change or we are restored to a different or formal position or state. See, change one's position or attitude regarding whatever situation you may be. So when we align ourselves, we're changing or restoring to a different positioning. When we are rejuvenating, 
we are restoring our our youthful vigor or our parents is making us look young again to restore ourselves is to bring us to an original or new condition so we are being restored we are being what revived we excuse me we're being revived we're being revitalized we're being regenerated a new life is being breathed and how we can stay in route with the will of God with our divine device called God's pointing system hallelujah Nazi era not our car system because that's our own will hallelujah but I'm talking about the GPS God's pointing system which is God's will a big difference because when the Lord reroutes us, it's always for the good. It may be, it may not um, feel like it. It may be to protect us at a particular time from something. It may be trying to teach us something, teach us a lesson. Or it may try to help us understand that this is the right path because if you go this way, you're going to go down the wrong path. So God's pointing to, um, system helps us to what? Be rerouted, to teach us a lesson, to protect us, and to keep us from going down the wrong path. What is a GPS? I'm glad you asked. A GPS, hallelujah, in the natural, is a global positioning system. A GPS is a satellite navigation system used to determine the ground position of an object. The satellites are evenly spread out so that four satellites are accessibly direct line of sight from anywhere on the globe. First, what is a GPS in the natural? I just told you. It points us to the direction and it routes us to realign our original state of direction back to restore our spiritual route in God. Did you catch that? I came from the natural, now I'm going spiritually. See, only then will we get realigned back to find the correct geographic global location of our destination address by following our God's pointing system. Okay, let me help you. Since I feel in the spiritual GPS is not realigning yet, anywhere near God's will, which requires an unobstructed line of sight, sound and ear through the four corners of the earth of God's pointing system through satellite frequencies, which are capable to receive divine information to realign and rejuvenate us back to our original or new condition of our youthful vigor in God. Oh my God, now that right there just did something. No matter what weather we may have to persevere through, we are required to avoid the poor signals condition. Because you know, sometimes when you go in the um, different areas, you get poor signal on your device. But see, this poor signal condition, which avoid us to realign ourselves back in the will of God, will not allow us to move forward that's why even though when we see that signal we must continue by faith keep going forward don't get off track but if we follow what we know to follow by going forth we're following a divine gps 
which is God's pointing system, which will realign us to receive an anointing, which God has direct route for us, a straight shot from A to Z. Now, let me help you. From A to Z, when you get to P, element of, element of P, you may have a little resistance. You may almost lose your way, but you still gotta follow the GPS. Don't get off course. It may take you back around. You may think in your mind, I can take a shortcut. You may think if I go over here, this would be a little quicker for me. Don't do it. Stay on point. Why? Did you know a GPS is owned and operated by the United States government as a national resource? If you need to confirm, go back to 1996 to 2004 when the Integrity GPS Executive Board governed the policy. So I say this to let us know the Department of Defense is the steward of GPS, but God is over everything globally, which brings us into a simple step, or can I say process, on how to operate our GPS, which is our God, our God point system, in a spiritual state, by following a simple process, using our ear to hear the voice of God, and preparing our mind and heart to be receptive and follow route He has before us, so we won't be rerouted back to do us not mapping our way out of the wrong turns and detours of disobedience and pride. See, sometimes God requests can sound or become overwhelming as we step out in faith, but our flesh always stand up. It tries to resist, and it tries to paralyze us, so we're not able to move forward, but we just want to satisfy our own desires. That's why in this state, we're praying that even as we realign ourselves back up, alignment is what God cares about. He wants us to come into a place of true repentance. He wants us to come into a place of true surrender. Because when we align ourselves back into a place of surrender and obedience, that's what God cares about. See, the ability to follow through with obedient behavior is something we can't come up with unless God reroute us, realign and regenerate, excuse me, regenerate us back to our new conditioning state of being which empower us. See, there are many reasons why God will intentionally withhold the resources or keep us on the potter's wheel. So we need to obey him in the spirit. So that he can trust us in the spirit. Because when God is able to trust us in the spirit, then he will make us a ruler over many. But we always have an option of choosing obedience in our soul. So we have that right. So he gave us a choice. Either you're going to choose obedience or disobedience. Now if you choose obedience, these things are going to come to you in Deuteronomy. If you choose disobedience, Deuteronomy 28, 15 to 61, these things are going to come to you on disobedience. But at the end of the day, it is the alignment that will allow us to align ourselves back up with God. See, whenever we step out of alignment with God by embracing rebelling on a core level, we can instantly become realigned with Him by correcting our attitude, by coming and asking God for forgiveness, asking God saying, Lord, I come in repentance. And it's not just an outward repentance, but it's a true inward, heartfelt repentance at the end of the day. 
So when we come back, don't you know Jesus is right there? Because see, in Jesus' parable of the prodigal son, the son thought he had everything figured out and how he would be happy in life. But in humility, he ends up returning home. But he first goes to his spiritual father and asks his spiritual father to forgive him because he knows that his natural father is up under the head of his spiritual father and his natural father has already forgiven him. So as the, as the spiritual father had forgiven him, when he had come back home, he was being received. Amen. God would always allow us to be received when we realign and reroute and regenerate ourselves back to the right point of beginning that gps pointing system god's pointing system when we are being able to go back god will begin to uh, transform us back to our new condition our original state and we will begin to confess what we did wrong and god will begin to re 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 forgive us so guess what god has given us the same invitation today if we choose to embrace him if we choose to follow the will of God, God will bring life again. He will bring us back into um, realignment with him again. We will begin to um, gain access and stand in route to be regenerated in the right direction to arrive at our destination on time. Why? Because we are in the will of God. We're right there using his GPS, his pointing system. Now we can enjoy the, the, the benefits of being obedient to God. Because the word of God tells us in Deuteronomy 28, 1-14, Now it should come to pass, if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord God, to observe carefully all his commandments which I commanded you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obeyed the voice of the Lord. Blessed shall you be in the city and blessed shall you be in the country. Come on now. Don't you know righteousness exalts a nation? Righteousness exalts a person? But sin brings what? Reproach. See, our obedience unto God will make God to lift us up in every situation. When we are telling the truth, it is for our good. Because Jesus reminds us in John 8 and 32 that you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Let me let you understand something. Promotion does not come from the east, the west, the north, or the south. But promotion comes from the Lord. See, it is God that continues to remain faithful. It is what God has done can remain forever. It is what God said that can remain forever. It is the kingdom of God that has established that will remain forever. So today... I'm praying for us to gain this revelation, to gain this word. When we listen to the voice of God and use the GPS, God's pointing system, we will begin to walk in a place of obedience unto the Lord. The Lord whom we will obey will lift us up and set us over nations that surround us. When the word of God continues to set us above nations around us, that means that he will take us to South America, Africa, Zubalia, any parts of the world that we ever so desire to bring uh, forth his word to a dying nation. Amen. He will bring us to a people in a grocery store, in a nursing home, people on the bridges, the byways, wherever we are. We will be above in every area of our life. So I want you to understand this today. If you don't know nothing else, remember this. Hallelujah. You have no power to promote yourself. 
no power. I don't care what education. I don't care what wisdom. I don't care what money. I don't care what inheritance that you may have inherited. It is not by your work that you can get a promotion. It is God who promotes you when you obey him. I always used to tell people this. No matter where you're working, whether it's private, government, or whether you committed to your work, do not work because your boss is around. Don't work because people is looking. Don't work because you want somebody to call your name. Don't work because you want somebody to acknowledge you. Do your work because it's your responsibility. Do your work because it's your commitment. Do your work because you are accountable to get something done and get something finished. When you're given a job, don't murmur and complain. When you're given something to do, don't complain to everybody. Don't look how much you're being paid. Don't look at how you're going to be represented by this man and this woman. Just know that you're represented by God. Just like a student in your school. Just like somebody in your workplace. Don't work because somebody's going to promote you. Work because you're being promoted by God. You need to behave very well. You need to study very well. You need to give words of wisdom very well. You need to give God the glory very well. See, God will give us understanding understanding the knowledge that will give us the ability to come and do his work at the end of the day we must continue to obey God God will anoint us in different areas and give us a, 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 a various anointing to go in and out of his people and the glory of God will be on us and people will be made whole and people will go forth just like the word of God says how precious also are those thoughts to me O God how great is the sum of them if I should count them they would be more in number than saying, my God, my God, will I awake? I'm still with you. Hallelujah. Psalms 139, 17 and 18. What a powerful scripture. At the end of the day, we must continue to know that we have been born again. So we must begin to walk not only with the Lord, but we must represent the Lord. We must obey the Lord. No matter what our family name is, no matter what our academic level is, no matter what our past may have been, no matter what our environment may bring us, we must continue to be conquerors, to help conquer others. We must be able to succeed when others are falling so that we can pick them back up and put them in their rightful place. When we feel like we're defeated, we must get back up because there's others that's been defeated that we got to help to pull them up out of their rut. And we must not be a disgrace, but be grateful, be graceful, be thankful. We must continue to give honor where honor is due. We must continue to not just demote, but come on, promote. We must continue to not feel rejected, but feel welcome. Glory to God. See, the secret of obedience, hallelujah, is this, obeying God. Simple as that. The secret to um, obedience is just obeying God. If you want these great fruits and you want these great benefits of God, just obey God. Just obey God. Just don't obey people, obey God. No condition limit us because God wants us to obey him. See, at the end of the day, we need to walk in obedience, just like Jesus did. He walked in obedience, even though he said, take this cup from me, even though it was too much for him to carry, too much for him to bear. But at the end of the day, he died for us. He went to Calvary. He did what he did, and at the end of the day, he said, it's finished. Forgive them, they know not what they do. Come on, come on. What a God we serve. He obeyed. He followed through. He is a man of no sin. Even though we have sinned and fall short of the glory. But he was commanded to love. And he loved them. 
humility, excuse me, humanity. The same ones that said crucify him. He still loved them. So at the end of the day, we must understand that we need to turn back to God so that our life will be like a tree planted by the rivers of water who leaves does not wither. When we obey grace, mercy, God's glory, peace, joy, and all the beautiful fruits that God has for us become ours. So on today, I want you to follow that GPS, God's pointing system. And I'm going to tell you, it would not take you out of route. It would keep you on the right route. God is rerouting you. He's realigning you. He's regenerating you. He's reviving you. He's reviving you. He's restoring you. He's reconciling some things in your marriage. He's reconciling some things in your life. He's reconciling some things in your children's life. Let me tell you, don't give up on your children. Keep on speaking life. They will change. I am a living witness. They're changing God. Oh, I just thank God. Let me tell you, they will change. God got them. Don't speak negative about your child. Don't speak negative about your family. Don't speak negative about nobody. God will change them. I know it hurts. I know sometimes people is not doing things the right way or handling things the right way. We must love them. It's not easy to love when people are against us. It's not easy to love when people are not there for us. But God commanded us to love. That's a command. Anytime you got a command, that means that if you like it or not, you still got to move forward. Because a commander-in-chief, when he say go for the battle, they have to go. Because he commanded them to go. And if they do not go, they will be out of order. And a punishment will be brought to them. Disobedience will be brought to us if we don't follow the command. And that is the command of it all. You'll be like a sounding symbol without love. I don't care how anointed you are. I don't care how glorious you think you are. I don't care how long you've been in ministries. I don't care how many churches or members you think you got. With not having agape, see, you can have love, but be careful. Because there's filios, ereos, ereos, but you need to have agape. True agape. When you can love people regardless of who they are, where they are, and how they are. Love never fails. Love is everything. Love is God. And God is love. God is love. God is love. He loved us so much, he gave his only begotten son. Today, God said, I want you to go into a teaching mode. And that's what I did. I led you on the right route. I took you, not Sierra, but God's pointing system. It directed us in a geographic, spiritual location of God's anointing, of God's glory, in a place of truth, in a place of obedience, in a place of growth, in a place of life. Now we are realigned. Now we have rerouted. And now we have been rejuvenated to walk out our purpose and our destiny. And I thank you for joining us. I am a Psalms 139-14 woman hour, a wave of glory. This is your host, Lady Apostle Robin Stokes.
Hudson. God bless you. All the way from USA, we thank God for the NGO in Africa, Ghana, Amen, Sword, International Outreach Network, Hallelujah Ministry, all the way in Ghana, Kumasi, in Accra. God bless, Hallelujah, what God is doing afar and as well as U.S. headquarters here, Sword International Outreach Network, located at 1115 Hicks Boulevard, Suite 5, Fairfield, Ohio, 45014. Come and join us every Sunday. We're here at 1015 to 1130 for our local Sunday school. And then come on in for the Rama Local World starting at 1130 a.m. Eastern Time every second and fourth Sunday of the month. We have our evening service. You don't know what God will bring, prayer, deliverance, praise, worship, however he moves. And then we have our all-night prayer on Friday nights. Instead of it starting at 11, to be starting from 10. 10 to 1 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Anybody that need prayer, we're praying every Monday, even though we'll be here. Some may be at home. We're praying live. Amen. We're praying together every Monday at 7. Even if you don't come into this place or even if you're not just on the line with us, I need for you to take Monday at 7 o'clock to pray for your ministry. Pray for your pastor. Pray for the fivefold ministry wherever you are, no matter what part of the, uh, the continent you are, whatever country you're in, whatever state, city, neighborhood, town. I need for you to take Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I know you may be Central Time. I know you may be Mountain Time, but we're following by Eastern Standard Time, so check the time. 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Go into prayer for your pastor. Go into prayer for the apostle, the prophet, the teacher, the evangelist. But go in and in prayer for the lost. Go in prayer for the congregation. You take time out and pray for your pastor. It's not easy pastoring a, 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 a pastor of sheep. It's not easy passing the laws. It's not easy helping and, and praying and standing before God. So your pastors who God has brought in your life to make and keep your spiritual stakes sound, why not pray for them? They shouldn't have to ask you, come on, let's have a prayer meeting. Go ahead and pray for them. Go ahead and pray for that prophet, that apostle, that teacher, that evangelist. Hallelujah. That have spoken in your life. That's been in your life. Pray for your family. Pray for your wife. Pray for your husband. Pray for your children. Pray for your schools. Pray for your government. Monday, 7 p.m. Let this come on. Let's tag somebody. This right here is going to be prayer Monday all over the world. Let's go ahead. We're going to tag somebody right now. Whoever's listening, I want you to go ahead and just send a tag. Amen. I'm going to put that on so that when we begin to tag that, it will be a tag that people can go on and tag us on here. So we're going to call that Prayer Monday. So go ahead. I need for you to go ahead and um, and send that tag out. I'm going to go ahead and put that tag on right now. If I can, hold on. Let's see. Hallelujah. That's right. Hallelujah. Because I believe that as we uh, begin... As we begin to um, pray for one another, amen, it is going to be such a glorious, 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 just, it's just going to be glorious, amen, hallelujah, at the end of the day. So I'm going to put, um, I don't know how we'll do that, but um, I'll go back to that and I'll make sure that I put that, uh, that tag in for us to, um, okay, I think I got it right here, action button. Um, no, 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 no. But guess what? That's okay. I'll, I'll go back in here and I'll make sure somebody can help me. We want to do tag prayer um, Monday night, 7 p.m. Just put, we're going to put um, sword uh, Monday prayer, sword Monday prayer, 7 p.m. 
We're going to tag it, and we're going to just pray wherever we are. We're going to pray for our pastors. We're going to pray for our families. We're going to pray for our husbands, our wives, our children, the school, government, president. Come on now. We need to pray for our president, the vice president. We need to pray for other countries. We need to pray, y'all. It's time for us to pray, pray, pray. If my people that are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways, come on now. Then will I hear them from heaven, and I will heal their land. Come on. Come on. He will heal. He will heal our land. What land is I'm talking about? He'll heal our land of, 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 of resources, spiritually, financially, come on, economically, governmentally, socially, relationally, whatever, economically, biologically, whateverly, glory, he will heal it. That's the land he's talking about. He's not just talking about a geographic area of, of, of dirt and, and, and uh, when we're talking about real estate acquisition, we're talking about land. What land do you need him to heal in your life? Your spiritual land? Your financial land? Your biological land? Your economical land? Come on. May God bless you. We thank God for you. Again, I am your host, Lady Apostle Robin Stokes. Again, I am a Psalms 139.14 woman, hour away from glory. And we're going to be back on the first, amen, with, with another glorious word. Hallelujah from the Lord. Let's keep it 100, amen. Hallelujah. Don't forget to cut on your GPS, your God point system to point you even when you're leaving off work on today and going home. Wherever you're going, cut on your GPS, God's pointing system. Don't listen too much to Sierra, but listen to God. He'll point you in the right direction. May God bless you. May God keep you. In Jesus' name, amen and glory to God.
Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.